Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 118 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us as we conclude our study today of this week's Come Follow Me materials covering Doctrine and Covenants sections 40 to 44 in the week April the 19th to April the 25th. Uh, today we're going to finish off uh, Doctrine and Covenants section 43 and then talk briefly about that Doctrine and Covenants section 44. Uh, there is obviously uh, in Doctrine and Covenants section 43 a lot that we haven't been able to cover as such, uh, specifically items relating to uh, the role of the uh, the members of the church uh, during the last days, uh, talking about how um, there will be the millennium and how the Lord is calling his saints to, um, to, to testify and cry repentance, especially the elders of the church. Um, but there's a, a verse right at the end uh, in verse 34, which really stood out to me and uh, I found a great quote for as well. So I'll share that with you. In verse 34, it says, Hearken ye to these words. Behold, I am Jesus Christ, the saviour of the world. Treasure these things up in your hearts and let the solemnities of eternity rest upon your minds. I loved that phrase, having the solemnities of the eternities rest upon our lives. Um, and just making sure we have an eternal perspective on these things, I think, is what this is referring to. Uh, Robert D. Hales uh, said this, quote, while I was lying in my hospital bed and for several weeks at home, my physical activity was severely restricted by intense pain, which disabled my weakened body. But I learned the joy of freeing my mind to ponder the meaning of life and the eternities. Since my calendar was wiped clean of meetings, tasks and appointments for a number of weeks, I was able to turn my attention away from matters of administration to matters of the, of, of the eternities. The Lord has told us, let the solemnities of eternity rest upon your minds. I discovered that if I dwelt only upon my pain, the, it was it inhibited the healing process. I found that pondering was a very important element in the healing process of both body and soul. Pain brings you to a humility that allows you, allows you to ponder. It is an experience I am grateful to have endured. Close quote. Now, obviously, it is preferable that we find time and ways to ponder the, the solemnities of eternity uh, without being restricted to a hospital bed. Uh, having said that, uh, it is obviously an experience which, El which um, Elder Hales um, recognised was helpful for him to be able to ponder upon those things and to think deeply about those, those matters. And um, But if we can um, manage to, you know, go through this pondering process without um, having to go through a significant debilitating experience like that, and that's even better. Uh, and we can do it at any time, really. But we do need to make sure we provide that time in our day-to-day -day lives to have peace and to ponder and have some quiet, even if it is just like five, ten minutes. Uh, that will go a long way uh, to helping us hear the the word of the words of the Lord more and the voice of the Spirit in our hearts. We'll now move to Doctrine and Covenants section 44 and um, it's a very short one, it's a very straightforward one uh, but just to give a bit of background and context of it, uh, in the um, Joseph Smith papers um, kind of analysis uh, it says uh, this, 
Quote, shortly after Joseph Smith and Emma Smith relocated to Kirtland, Ohio in February 1831, a revelation established laws to govern the church. The first commandment declared on that occasion was for elders to go two by two in the regions westward to preach the gospel and build up the church. A short time later, Joseph Smith dictated the revelation featured here, which commanded the elders to assemble together so that the Lord could pour out his spirit in preparation for more missionary work. Close quote. This was given toward the end of uh, February 1831. And so obviously February has been a time where a lot of revelation has been poured out, uh, which is exciting for the church. This revelation was, like has been explained, a call to the elders to go forth and to preach the gospel. Uh, this obviously was uh, an important one. Uh, and it's something which had been kind of referred to before, but it was reinforcing the fact that now that they had gathered, uh, they were now to try and gather together or meet together uh, to be able to have a conference. Um, in verse 2 of Doctrine and Covenants, section 30, uh, 44, it says, And it shall come to pass that inasmuch as they are faithful and exercise faith in me, I will pour out my spirit upon them in the day that, in the day that they assemble themselves together. So once again, you know, we've talked about the importance of gathering together. And obviously, you know, the global pandemic has has restricted that a lot. But we can still gather together virtually. We can, st we can still do many things in order to gather ourselves together. But I think this applies to us today as well. The importance of gathering together, assembling ourselves together, which allows the spirit to be poured upon us in greater abundance. Um, and then, of course, we are to go out and testify now, of course, we are not called like these elders to travel, you know, westward and to um, spend our and devote our time uh, teaching the gospel. But we are to obviously reach out and teach and testify in as many ways as we possibly can, uh, because we will then be able to receive um, the spirit in order to help us. And that will help us move forward further. Uh, that's really it I, that I got from Doctrine and Covenants section 44. Um, you know, in verse five, I like how it says that your enemies may not have power over you, that you may be preserved in all things, that you may be enabled to keep my laws, that every bond may be broken wherewith the enemy seeketh to destroy my people. Again, gathering together, receiving the Spirit helps us to overcome our enemies. And, you know, it doesn't specifically say here what the enemies were as such, but for us today, it's obviously the adversary and his, uh, his temptations. Uh, and I think that that's an important part of gathering together to be able to have the spirit poured upon us as well. I think that brings us to the end of this week's study. And so thank you very much for listening. Um, I'm glad that I've been able to uh, get through this week and uh, provide a full week of episodes. And hopefully that may continue. Um, next week, we have Doctrine and Covenants section 45. So, you know, even less sections to go through. But of course, um, that in, that indicates that section 45 is a larger one and it, indeed it is it has 75 verses uh, but i can't wait to once again talk to you about these things and uh, and speak about the uh, the second coming of our savior thank you very much for listening today hope you enjoyed our study uh, tomorrow we will uh, obviously have a break from our come follow me study and so any comments or thoughts you have uh, need to be in rather quickly so i can share those but that'd be great to hear some on facebook you can also email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.